Hello and welcome to season four, episode one of Bunfrey's Cult, in which I, Jeffrey Bunfrey, a cult investigator extraordinaire, have fallen upon rather hard times. The debtors came for me. It was one velvet smoking jacket, too many, everything on HP, <laughs> the television getting taken away, the washing machine, the car, I will miss the Bentley, and finally, with great indignity, being kicked out of the flat above odd bittens, Mrs. Wobbleston could take no more. However, being a creature of endeavour, I sojourned with Bunny in tow, my noble, long-suffering assistant, to soldier on through the hard times and relocate in the toilets of the Scotch Piper hostelry, which is my regular haunt for drinks and conversazione. Obviously, we were strapped for cash, so we had to work out a solution whereby we could live there for free without being noticed by the management. After some fiddling about, Bunny and I struck up a system of slings <laughs> and hammocks which suspended ourselves and what was left of our worldly possessions above the patrons in the gentlemen's toilets. <laughs> Not the most salubrious of surroundings, but there you are, needs must as the devil drives. From this point, we became rather all too regular regulars, who would then sneak a packet of crisps and go back to our hammock system above the urinals, <laughs> whereby we slept and were reasonably cosy next to an old swallow's nest and a few cobwebs. We used our new location, and indeed the theme of this series, to investigate a number of occult, rural, pastoral, folk horror-themed happenings that had been happening locally and within the pub itself. Let us go on, then, with episode one, season four of Humphrey's Cult, The Groping Ghost. First, then, it will be useful to take you through Bunny and myself's new routine, sojourned as we were in our system of slings above the gentleman's urinals in the small outhouse or shithouse of the Scotch Piper pub, the oldest inn in Lancashire. The sling system, with its pulleys and hammocks, was comfortable once you were settled in, but it was rather difficult to extricate oneself. The pub was now serving bacon sandwiches from 9am. This proved useful, as we were all too regular regulars, and did not want to arouse suspicion. 
debtors and debt collectors still came around occasionally looking for us, but the management had been informed that we were persona non grata and not to reveal our whereabouts to any of the men who were looking for their dirty shilling, as I like to call it. Having extricated ourselves from the system of slings and hammocks and performed some basic ablutions, we turned up to the pub fresh as a daisy, it being only a ten-yard walk from the toilet shithouse outhouse. We had a bacon sandwich and an orange juice, as a committed health nut and mystic warlock extraordinaire, I do not start drinking alcohol until the sun is past the yardarm. That is midday-ish, by my estimation. Not that I was ever in the Navy, but I probably could have been in the Navy, and if I had have been in the Navy, I probably would have been a rear admiral or something else with a funny name. Upon receiving our second orange juice, Bunny and myself were informed by the manageress, Victoria, or Vicky, as she liked to be known, of a particular strange occult occurrence, and indeed pest, that had been plaguing the staff of the Scotch Piper in recent times. She spoke in a rich Lancastrian brogue. Oh, it's been bloody awful, Bumfrey, I tell you. The groping ghost has been knocking around the pub and pinching all the girls' bottoms and grabbing their voluptuous breasts and indeed kissing them on the cheek when they are not looking. Has it happened to you at all? Well, not as often, er... Uh, not as much. Well, least said, soonest mended there, I suppose. Oh, well, all the other girls have been getting a lot of groping action from the groping ghost, and I really want you to have a look at it. I will charge my usual fee. Oh, oh, you mean free ale for a week? That'll be about right. And with that, we set to setting up a plan a trap to trap the groping ghost. Referring back to an earlier and successful modus operandi which we had adopted in season two, see the Green Man episode, Bunny was rather press-ganged by myself into dressing up as a voluptuous barmaid. Bunny was not pleased with this, of course, but being my loyal right-hand man, he did as he was told, as he has gained much mystic knowledge and life experiences through his association with myself, Geoffrey Bumfrey, occult investigator extraordinaire. He did protest a little bit, though, as we shoved half a watermelon each to make huge comedy breasts and padded out his bottom with balloons, to make him look a little bit in the arse area, like Nicki Minaj or Kim Kardashian, I believe they are called modern pop stars of biracial variety and vacuous nonconformity to any degree of talent whatsoever. I digress. 
With this, then, Bunny, who protested thusly, I'm not very pleased about this, you know, Bumphrey, being stuck behind the bar, dressed as a voluptuous barmaid as a trap for some groping poltergeist. Now, now, Bunny, I pay your wages, but you don't pay me very much, not for this. Follow quite hot. Stop grumbling. It will be a wonderful episode for your speeches upon the after-dinner circuit when you are reaching your grey years. All right, then. All right, then. Buddy sucked it up and got on with it. I myself was in a snug, posing as my usual customary customer with half a mild, the gin chaser. The other girls, who had been groped vociferously over the past few weeks, were nowhere to be seen, leaving Bunny as the only target at the bar for the alleged poltergustic activities. It was quite a lively evening in the pub, with the usual cadaverous regulars smashing through the ale, singing songs, and talking shit to each other, as they always do. There was no sign, however, of the groping ghost at this juncture, with the clock approaching the witching hour, the prime time for happenings in recent weeks. A large gentleman, a good six foot five, and not a regular, was not au fait with Bunny's subterfuge, and had rather taken a shine to her forward slash him. Use whatever pronoun you deem appropriate after his eighth pint of old Salopian. He was making amorous advances towards Bunny, who was a slight little fellow, I was not comfortable with this strapping farm hand making what, when he was undressed, would have been homosexual advances. You're the most beautiful fucking barmaid I've ever seen in my life. I fucking love you. I just want to, I think I want to wank on your tits. <laughs> Bunny. <laughs> Bunny reacted thus, speaking sotto voce, trying to protect his dignity. For some strange reason, he adopted a West Country burr as a cover for his usual public school voice. Oh, don't you come near my tits, you big old bastard, yeah? This only encouraged the awful man further. So much so that Bunny was forced to grab a rolling pin and wrap his knuckles hard to stop any further <laughs> intrusion upon his person. The big chap was summarily sent a taxi and was exiting the building when shit kicked off big time. There was a ghostly wind like this. The effects budget is very low on this program. Packets of crisps and pork scratchings flew around 
of their own volition. Pints were unturned, and before you know it, Bunny was grabbed with great force upon his false bottom. I stepped into the breach. Bunfrey, the magician, the wonderkind, the enigma, uncorking a witch's bottle, which acted rather like one of the traps in Ghostbusters 1, 2, and indeed the recent sequels, releasing arcane energy and sucking in the poltergeist into the bottle. Not before Bunny had had one watermelon removed and smashed on the floor by the rather angry action of the poltergonk ghost, discovering that the breasts and bottoms that he was grabbing on this occasion were not, in fact, bona fide. Within a flash of arcane fire, huge amount of noise, ah, beer, crisps, ooh, everything, the poltergeist was contained within the witch's bottle. All was well. Bunfrey and Bunny bravely had done it again. And it was pints all round, freebies for a week, and back to our secret sling hammock system above the men's urinals in the Scotch Piper. Hurrah! Episode 1 of Season 4 is complete. Tune in again for more ramblings, occult dabblings, and huge amounts of quasi-sexual vociferous energy. In Bumfrey's Occult. Bum, 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 bum,